of a tower, the astronomy tower. But at that stage, movie two, there was no tower, and so one had to be built. <laughs> and Hagrid's hut moved three times. Dumbledore didn't have a tower to die from, and that was hardly added from one film to another. And uh, nobody minds if you make a good film, and each film had its own integrity. But you, you didn't get letters but between from fans saying no, <laughs> no, we didn't, we didn't. If it's a good movie and you go with utter conviction, it's fine. They forgive you, and there wasn't really it seemed not to be an expectation that you'd be consistent movie to movie, really. Not in a detailed continuity sense. In spirit, yes, of course. But the world accepted Richard Harris becoming Michael Campbell. Apart from the odd addition here or there necessary to keep everything moving, world-building leads to canon. The word itself means church law, and like church law, it is iron-cast. The true story about what happened in the fictional universes. Fans get very invested in it. Here at Comic-Con, you can see people wearing T-shirts disputing a change to the Star Wars canon. This T-shirt is an image of Han Solo. It says, damn right I shot first, which I think is very important to Star Wars fans, and they are offended that it's been changed. He got rid of the original and tried to erase it, and I think that is why people are angry. I suppose you could say it created disturbance in the Force. <laughs> yes, you might say that, as though millions of Star Wars fans cried out in anger and were silenced. <laughs> the Star Wars universe recently saw another disturbance in the Force when, with the impending arrival of the new movie, a whole tranche of previously canonical books and other spin-offs were decanonized. Mark Zakri again. For instance, with the Star Trek novels and comics, those aren't canon, those aren't the official story, the real history. And now J.J. Abrams just took all the Star Wars books and comic books that had gone before and some of the TV shows and wiped them away as canon as well. For me, it wouldn't be really that delightful if I was writing a novel for Star Wars or for Star Trek and they'd say, well, this isn't true, this isn't real. It's sort of like, well, all of it's fiction, actually. So <laughs> I think that's probably one of the reasons why I haven't written Star Trek or Star Wars novels, because by writing for the shows... I didn't have to engage in that conversation. What I was coming up with was what the characters were actually doing. Everything I wrote for those shows was canon because it was an episode of the show. <laughs> and I love that. Christy Golden was one of those writers. I spoke to her as she was promoting her new book, which is part of the new canon. I had three books under the, um, the former canon, and I actually had a trilogy that got sadly cancelled because, because of the changeover. I think a lot of people are very upset because we all have so much invested in this. It's been 40 years, you know, hundreds of books or tie-ins, things like that. And people, I think, felt